T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Sports Talk here on the Big 870. Mike Detilio along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. Bob, uh, I, I guess, you know, yesterday was sort of surreal because, um, and, you know, we were so excited to watch what we did yesterday afternoon to watch LSU and then Tulane that, that come from behind victory. And it goes to show how fragile uh, life is. And then uh, we see the incident happen uh, with DeMar Hamlin and how that was handled. And um, I'll say this before we really start this. Thank God uh, for the, the paramedics, uh, the athletic trainers, the people that were on the field that got to him so quickly after this, you are trained a little bit. Uh, I've had some experience in, in working with uh, people at Thibodeau Regional Medical Center, and there is some certainly talk about how you would handle it. They, they're more experienced in an injury if it's head, neck trauma, or a knee, or an ankle, foot, whatever. Uh, but how well they handled this to give DeMar an opportunity, you know, to continue life because that quick action really saved him uh, yesterday or last night. It really saved him. And then for everybody to get out of that stadium and get to the hospital as soon as could be. But it goes to show you the value of the athletic trainers, uh, the CPR people, everybody who's trained in this. Uh, to do something as quickly as we can. We all know um, after three minutes without oxygen, uh, you you really put at great, great risk of, of some damages. Uh, no, that, to, you, to your brain. To your brain, yeah. and, and that's, that's a fact with it. And so, uh, man, you see that and you see the value of those people, and we have it in, in high school and the collegiate and professional level. You brought up a point to me about, you know, we watch these little leaguers and, you know, and like bitty ball and all that, and that's not there. Right. Uh, and, Mike, when you look at, like, from – I think, you know, what you spend money on in athletics and uh, you never want a tragedy. I think JoJo, my wife, was telling me that she had read some incident – it was a few years back – where some like some eight-year-old kid got hit. In the chest, I, th- I don't know why, I think she told me eight-year-old, that got hit in the, in the heart, on in the chest, and the same thing, it, it, you know, it's, it's not fluttering, it's not in rhythm, and then dies right out there because they have nobody there. I can tell you the NFL, they've come a long way, you know, with player safety. I would say if this was the 90s or maybe even 10 years ago, 
they wouldn't have been on top of this like they were. As quickly. As quickly, yes. Because you needed it as quickly as you could at that stage. And all that training that you do, okay, this may never happen to you. May but, never. Well, Mike, if you look at the hit, and it was not even a bad hit. It was just like a, a tackle. But I don't. you never can legislate what happened. Like, you know, helmet to helmet, how you're trying to take the helmet out of the game. Well, when you look at all of a sudden T. Higgins, he's lowering his shoulder and he hits him in the chest. He's tackling. They hadn't. I, I couldn't sleep. I woke up. I guess it was about three in the morning, and somebody was on. A doctor was on CNN, and was saying when you have the hit and how your heart beats, it almost has to be in a certain rhythm. It's like even like a, a, a tenth of a second. It's almost like a lightning strike. Uh, uh, yeah, it's like of that moment. But the, how that happening would be, he said, the equivalent of a human being that you can get struck by lightning. Oh yeah. It's like it's like one of those because a number of times you get hit in the chest area, but it depends how your heart's beating, and when you take in that blow, uh, that could cause you all of a sudden that you have a cardiac arrest. It's amazing we haven't seen this before. No, uh, I, I, I was earlier. telling you. Uh, I remember as a kid, only because I, I remember we, we had a lot of people at my home at the time, Chuck Hughes, uh, I think is the only player to ever die on the football field in the modern times. Now, now who was Chuck Hughes? Chuck Hughes was a wide receiver for the Detroit Lions back in 71. Okay. Uh, I don't Ch- remember that. Uh, Chuck had been complaining of chest pains. Uh, but so he had a precondition maybe? He had a precondition and uh, he, he was a backup receiver for the Lions and sort of a pick play at that time. And Chuck walks back to the huddle and falls. Falls. Okay. Uh, of all people, and why I remember it, I think it, it pictures in the paper the next day, Dick Butkus uh, signaling. He saw, he knew this was something wrong. really, really bad with Chuck, uh, signaling to the paramedic people to come there. Chuck basically died on the football field. And I think, uh, it, I, I know it's it's been there that, in the modern times, he's the only NFL athlete to die on a football field. Now, we had Corey Stringer pass away. That was in practice. The nation's not watching. And at 1971, people in Detroit and Chicago saw what happened right. to Chuck. But it wasn't Monday Night Football on a national Monday stage. And everyone's watching this game between the Bills and the Bengals. So and there are so it, many it different— It was just magnified. And with Chuck, they, they did the autopsy and found out the main artery to his heart— was clogged seventy five percent, but they didn't catch it right at when they well, sent him in for tests. Well, you remember, um, like uh, Hank Gathers, what Lyola Hank Maramont, Gathers, exactly. He's he, he just running, and then he dropped dead. So, so you never know, like precondition. I don't think this, this. Uh, he, I don't think Hamlin had any precondition. I think it was not, the hit. not that we're aware, that of, we're aware of, right? That, right. Uh, any precondition with it, but uh, man, you know, uh, again, uh, my kind of tip of the cap. Uh, to people who work those, because I know a lot of them that work those games. I mean, I don't know how they, anybody could poo-poo the NFL. I think the NFL did the right thing. The NFL now, if they'd have said we play in the game no matter what. Bob, I'll tell you what, they, five years ago, they'd have played this game. Or, or, I'm telling you. Well, I'm telling you, they would have played this. I, I'd say a little longer than that. I think we've come a long way the last decade. But, yeah, in the 90s, it would have been like, okay, just— When you were playing, they would have— 
No, they didn't. That had that little intermediate time. Get you off the field. Well, look at Daryl Stingley. Broke his neck uh, with Tatum. And, and uh, the they game continued went the game. on. Look at the gruesome leg injury. Now, it was a leg injury with Joe Theismann. Uh, you continue to play the game. But the NFL got this right because the players, I mean, there's no way. They're not robots. They're human beings. And I think we they forget They were emotionally that. Yeah, I think so we distressed. They could not have continued to play this game. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this break. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. We're going to go to our Oakwood Hard Jewelers talk and text line. We're going to go to Big John in Mid-City. Big John, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Well, good afternoon, gentlemen, and, good afternoon, and happy New Year. But it doesn't doesn't really feel like a, a happy New Year right now, uh, and it's somber only in part due to the clouds and the rain. And like many, I was all ready to celebrate the good fortune of the Saints, LSU, and even Tulane and their great wins this weekend. But, man, watching what happened last night, I think has just about everybody who watched it or heard about it in a state of shock. And I really think that what happened yesterday is, is one of those moments where uh, uh, when everyone who even has a passing interest in football and pro sports in general just needs to take a step back and just consider a few very important things from here on out. Uh, you already mentioned it's been more than 50 years since something like this happened yep. to Chuck Hughes. And, and may it be a very, very, very long time before it ever happens again, if at all. But, but, you know, like you said, many need to keep in mind, back then the NFL would have gone on with the game. And uh, uh, you said it up, up to five years ago they'd have gone on with the game. And, and keeping in mind, I'm, I'm no fan of Roger Goodell or the NFL office, but I think the league did at least uh, not get in the way of Josh McDermott and Zach Taylor, uh, who were letting their teams determine whether they wanted to resume the game. So, you know, hats off to the people that made those decisions. Um, that was that was the right decision to do. And and secondly, events like this usually give us the chance to see the very best and the very worst of humanity. And yesterday, we really got to see the very best of humanity. The the two teams' training staffs that you all just mentioned, the the first responders who were at the game. Uh, to the two teams coming together like they did. And, and I told you last night, watching Joe Burrow give a 
tearful Josh Allen, a consoling hug. Just choked me up every time that I saw it. Uh, the two head coaches working together, putting aside the fact that they're competitors and rivals, and that this was a this was a very very important game yesterday. All of that just stopped mattering to to all of us and to those in charge, and th- and that's great. And and also, you know, you got to tip your hat to the fans in Cincinnati. Um, you know, they displayed a, a great deal of class during the period of uncertainty when we didn't know if the game was going to go on, to then after the game was postponed. And then the third point I want to make, Mike and, and Bobby, I'm, I know you can attest to this more than anything, is that you know the next time that the uh, the CBA comes up for renewal and, and players are negotiating their contracts and you know trying to do what's best for them, uh, that we remember that these guys are human beings that are out for not just their own paycheck but their own protection. And you know these are human beings. You know we, those guys put on the, the uniform; they become warriors, gladiators to us. And we enjoy it. I, I'm going to be a fan of football after all this is over. But we got to remember that these guys are human beings, and that we've got to take care of these players. I mean, what happened yesterday is probably a very freakish thing. It is. A, I'm it not is a freakish. Thing. That, that's why you can't be a prisoner of the moment, moment. Big John. That's why you right. have to put it in perspective. It's a freakish thing. Compartmentalize. Yeah, but, yeah. But just think of. His mom sitting in that stand, oh, no, that, that, that's... Uh, excruciating. You know, that's your son. That's somebody's brother. That's somebody's cousin, teammate, friend. But your mom, you know, going through that. She's driving from Pennsylvania, going to the game, uh, and so all. That, she's that, cheering that, you one moment, the next one when she's in the ambulance uh, with you. Unbelievable, Big John. Listen, we we gotta uh, take a quick break. Uh, we have Doctor Ahmed on with us, and so. Uh, uh, Give us a call back tomorrow, and we can talk a little bit more about it. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, well, I know you got something to say about Tulane. <laughs> I mean, I'm a what the, it's like, no, you I know, think he got a lot more to say about the Saints and LSU, yeah, but, 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 but like, he, uh, he got to well, talk a little bit well, about I, Tulane. So yeah, give I us a call know. back uh, tomorrow, Big John. We really appreciate it. On our Oakwood Hall Jewelers talking text line, uh, Dr. Jamil Ahmed, a cardiac specialist at LSU Health New Orleans School of Medicine. Doc, thanks so much uh, for joining us this afternoon. Uh, we were talking about this before we uh, got you on, uh, the quick responders and how much that plays such a huge part in, in it, it really saved DeMar's life uh, yesterday. But I think it also, this is maybe a kind of a wake-up call uh, for all of us to maybe get a little bit more acquainted with CPR because this could happen not in the same manner, but somewhat in a different circumstance and you could save someone's life. Mike, Bobby, thanks for having me. You, you couldn't be more right about that. Um, I mean, this is something that's near and dear to me because this is what I kind of take care of, uh, you know, seven days a week as patients, young, old, 20, 40, 60, 80, um, sudden cardiac arrest. You know, it's a, it's a frequent story that we just see over and over again. And, you know, some are more fortunate than others. But what you're on um, and, the, and the, the training and the awareness that people have up front, um, how quickly someone is resuscitated means the the biggest difference is in outcomes, long-term outcomes, how, how well people will recover, you know, neurologically. Um, you know, and sometimes that recovery is a little bit longer, but, you know, that, that awareness of, of knowing what um, – what CPR is, uh, walking into a public place and knowing where the automatic external defibrillators, the AEDs are located, 
you know, they're in the stadiums, they're in movie theaters. There's in the last five years, there's been such an increase in kind of, um, you know, uh, uh, increase attempts to increase awareness. October is, uh, is national sudden cardiac, uh, arrest awareness month. Um, because it's one of the largest killers of, of people across the world and in the U S so you couldn't be more right about that. Um, basic CPR, just awareness and uh, having people aware and just even doing CPR without the traditional knowing of, you know, the mouth to mouth that that is not even completely necessary. It's really just about CPR and the resuscitation and, and the compressions. Now, uh, Doc, does it vary uh, depending on the patient? Obviously, if you're young and better shape than maybe other individuals, that isn't the timing or the minutes, how crucial that is as far as the brain function and what you're dealing with in the future. Isn't it literally you might say, well, um, you know, we didn't get there in five minutes, we got there in 15. But even minute by minute, isn't it critical as far as the future of that a patient and outcome? Seconds and minutes are critical. You know, we put in we we talk about sometimes patients who have survived sudden cardiac uh, sudden cardiac arrest, and I'm not saying that this is a, what's appropriate in this case or not. But you know, there are devices called implantable defibrillators. People who have survived sudden cardiac arrest, people who have had previous heart attacks that are at risk for for this particular event happening, and these types of defibrillators are like these mini EMS machines that people walk around with, and and they detect and treat arrhythmias within. We're talking about 10 to 20 seconds, you know, and, and the difference between 10 to 20 seconds and five minutes is, one, not only being able to have successful resuscitation, but for those entire five minutes, for whatever that time, that brain is not getting enough oxygen. So, you know, in, in a lot of cases, it's really the neurologic recovery that's, that's going to be the most, it's what, what recovery is going to hinge on. You know, your heart may recover, your kidneys may take a hit, but if your brain doesn't get enough oxygen, even for minutes, you know, um, right. you mentioned age. Yeah, you know, it's hard to put a, a, a firm rule on that. But, yes, on average, I mean, we see people who are, who are younger. They tend to make, you know, if, if provided they get um, brief, you know, resuscitated pretty quickly, um, you know, they're, they're going to be more likely to have a, a more meaningful recovery long term. You know, but, you know, if you have even a 20-year-old who, took 10 minutes to say get back or 15 minutes even that's just it's too long even even that young age is not going to really help you too much you know uh, um, i had mike you remember uh, my my best friend mike hagan yes yeah. he uh, is that what you call like he had implanted in his chest it would shock him and mm-hmm. uh, to get uh, his heart back he, on yeah, rhythm to get him, I, he if they wouldn't have had the technology now this happened to him like in 2004 is a miracle that uh, he was able to survive. And he ended up living nine years more because of that. And I can't tell you how many times he would tell me like, oh, Bobby, I just got shocked. And I was like, and, and, and it would be like, whoa. And so it, 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 when you look at the, uh, the technology and where we're at right now in the 21st century, do you see it keep get, uh, it's going to get better and better or, or what? Because it seems like, you know, the progression of that compared to maybe, you know, uh, 20, 30 years ago? Yeah, a lot of these, the technology in and of themselves for these defibrillators, they, they really just kind of prevent the event. They don't prevent the event, but they treat the event once it happens. You know, okay. I think where medicine is going to be going is, is more recognition of who's, going to, who's, who's really at highest risk, okay. you know, and really filtering it down and applying that technology to the people who are at high risk. Because they're people who have had heart attacks, you know, and that's a large group of people who have, 
you know, are at risk for these type of events. And then there are people who are who are younger, who have never had a heart attack, and, you know, they're even just born with certain genetic conditions, um, and they're at risk too. Um, so there's kind of a wide variety, and trying to identify who's at risk here um, is probably the, the, the key element. And, and again, not, not all of that conversation is relevant to, to the story at play here, but, um, you know, trying to adapt and apply that technology to who it's most necessary for because you really you can't put you know these devices in you know 100 million people um and right, right. 100 million people need it too you know there's there's right. downsides to it as well doc uh, i think one of the things is this is sort of a freakish deal and we talked a little bit about it earlier but the r- rhythmic condition of your heartbeat also because you know we've seen not only Hamlin, but other guys. I mean, they've taken some real hard hits. You take hits. a blow to the chest, yeah. yeah and, but... and a hit to the to the upper chest and around the heart region. It did not affect them, but sort of explain to everyone about the rhythmic part of the heart and how that played a major part in the event that happened. When the actual night. hit happened, you know, that millisecond, whatever it was, isn't it like almost like a perfect storm for that to occur? Yeah, that's what they say. And, and again, I mean, there's some degree of speculation in terms of what happened. I mean, I think you know, obviously everyone's seen the video. And, yes. You know, there, there are certainly other possibilities at play in terms of other things that cause these types of really malignant, bad arrhythmias that cause people to collapse. But kind of based on, you know, video and the reports that, you know, he's been healthy and all that. You know, it's certainly the, probably the, the leader, the leading contender. Um, why does it happen? So kind of to, to put it simply, you know, the heart has to electrically activate itself and it has to electrically kind of reset itself. Um, and in that resetting phase, there's a period where it's kind of at, at risk and kind of vulnerable. So, you know, the, the whole cardiac cycles, you know, you know, is let's say 500 milliseconds. There's like a 20 millisecond window where just at the right, it has to be at the right location with the right velocity, you know, and it's not even like it has to be high velocity. Actually, when they did these experiments, you know, 30 years ago, they, they tested, you know, these, these models in pigs, and they'd fire baseballs at, at pigs' hearts based on timings of, of, of uh, you know, where it was in the cardiac cycle. And it really was just a very narrow window in a certain velocity range. Um, and also, the, you know, chest compliance has to do with it, too. That's why we, we tend to see this more. And, again, it's rare, but not, not crazy. But we, it tends to be seen more in more uh, adolescent boys, you know, kind of where the, the chest wall is a little bit more compliant um, and the, the kind of heart takes a little bit more of a hit. But again, it's, it's really just the a 20 millisecond window um, at the right velocity in the right location. And that's just kind of, you know, it's, it's a very um, unfortunate kind of, as you said, perfect storm. Now, uh, you know, when you look at obviously, you know, in the 21st century and we want to have the support, because uh, we love sports, uh, you know, whether it's Pee Wee, high school, college professional. Now you look where the NFL's at and the resources they have, and then you can even look at in college. But what about uh, high schools across the country or even Little League high schools? There's no way. I mean, I don't know. I'm saying no way. But it just seems like that that'd be highly improbable that they could get the individual and ha- get the treatment to them like they did last night in the NFL game. Yeah, because, Doc, you brought it up. Yeah. You deal with this daily. So what did they have in a high school game? Yeah, in different events. But you're dealing with this kind of heart situation daily. It's 
the, the hit, it was kind of a lightning strike type deal. But in dealing with the heart, I know one of the things, I uh, remember one seminar I was at, them talking about how uh, even a blow to your chest and the effect with the brain and the heart, which kind of works uh, sort of like a tag team uh, on this. No, you're right. I mean, you're right. The, the, the brain's not getting enough oxygen. It's just it's going to take a hit. Um, and that's that's the key point in common in terms of the recovery. You know, to, to Mike's point about, you know, how do we how do we address this in, in other sporting events? You're right. It's it's a it's a very rare event. Um, I, I don't think if assuming, again, this is the condition that happened, there's there's probably no way to, to at risk identify people who are at risk of this. So how do you how do you and there's other, you know, athletes, you know, Pistol Pete and, you yes. know, and that, he didn't that, know that, it. He was playing a pickup yeah, basketball yeah, game and he dropped dead. He was playing you know, pickup basketball game. There were other game. reasons. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, and there were and there were other reasons. This wasn't the same reason. You know, there are other reasons why people have sudden cardiac arrest and these types of arrhythmias. Um, the the end result of how do you get those people back is still the same. You know, and this this is what you said in ten minutes ago, and that's CPR. Yeah. You know, and I think that's and that's in the NFL. I think in the last couple of years, for whatever reason has moved towards more sudden cardiac awareness. They kind of mandated AEDs on team buses and whatnot. So I, I think another, and that whole model has kind of permeated through society. I, I, I think that's only the kind of, that's the only realistic way to try to, try to, you know, considering how rare these events are, and even to get that one save, you just need that awareness, you know, and that's high school coaches, high school trainers, knowing CPR, you know, um, or even having an AED in the school or in the gym. Um, I honestly don't know the answer in terms of what the Louisiana laws are in terms of AEDs um, in schools. I mean, they're in malls, they're in airports, we see them in stadiums, yeah. um, but these automatic external defibrillators, they're meant to be fairly dummy-proof. You know, their they're voice prompts, they say, take this lead, apply it here, take this lead, apply it there, press this button, step back. If there's a rhythm that needs to be shocked per se it will do that if it's a rhythm that is does not can be cannot be treated with a shock it's not going to do that but that it should be used in conjunction with cpr you know and and you're you're absolutely right and i think that's you you guys made a great point here on this program because you have a lot of listeners and the value of cpr is immense you know and bystander cpr has been absolutely well well established to help increase survival and meaningful survival as well, not just waiting for EMS. We see patients, unfortunately, you know, and they, they you know, resources are stretched thin and, and sometimes downtimes in public areas by the time someone even gets found can be 15, 20 minutes. Sometimes we see patients, they don't even know how long a patient was down for. And it's, it's unfortunate. You know. Doc, thanks but, so thanks so much for your information and your insights. Uh, really appreciate it. And also, I think we're dealing with another, um, you know, older people. Man, I feel a little bit of pain in my chest or in my arms. Ah, I'm going to go to the doctor tomorrow. Uh, you know, that, that's another subject. But I think we're more aware today of... Absolutely. Heart well, attacks, more, more health conscious. And health conscious. Man, my, you know, my parents, like Bob and I, uh, you know, and our parents and grandparents, man, I, uh, I'll shake that off. Yeah, if no, it hurts uh, me tomorrow, I might go. Yeah, yeah. yeah but no, I think it, we're more yeah. aware of it today. Yeah. 
Appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Bobby. Thanks, Mike. All right. Thank you, Dr. Jamil Ahmed, who is a cardiac specialist at LSU Health New Orleans School of Medicine. I want to thank him for his insights and his time. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. We're going to go back to our Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line. We're going to go to Longshoreman. Longshoreman, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Hey, thank you, Mike. Bobby, thank you all for taking my call, Mr. Uh, Char- Charlie Long, too, back there on the, on behind the scenes. Hey, uh, Mike, uh, Bobby, I can't add anything more to what Big John said. Um, that was, uh, man, that's about as scary as it gets. And got to tip your hat to those people who got out there and, and knew what to do. First responders. Man, Longshoreman, I'm around a lot of those people and how much pride they take in their work. And, you know, their deal is to try to save your life. And, you know, the next life they may save might be yours. That's right. And people don't realize that. You know, we're talking about sports today, but that could be your mom, your dad, you, uh, you know, a brother, your next-door neighbor. And right. I think the big push out of this for me would be uh, to have more of awareness of CPR and that you may never Absolutely. use it, but, man, you might I save could, someone's life one day. You might save someone I from, drown, from more, drowning. Uh, you know, I you talk about the heart. More. It could be CPR. Look how the advantage of yeah. that even w- with a drowning accident. Bobby, you, you lost a, a good friend, Joe Delaney. Who didn't know how to swim? No, they're not a swim. And then, uh, if someone could have been there and uh, revived them CPR, you never know. Yeah, I mean, Bobby and Mike. Also, not to take the focus off off of the NFL and this young man, what, what happened last night. But I also want to uh, send a little shout out to the uh, and prayers and thoughts to the families of these four gentlemen who lost their lives offshore. And uh, one of those guys, one from Mississippi. Yeah. I went to school with his dad, and really? haven't okay. had a chance to, to get with him. But that, man, that's what, terrible. What, oh, man, terrible. that's terrible, man. Just terrible. So wait, did that just has, happen? A longshoreman enlightened me. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know how many days ago it happened, but it I was think a few days back. Okay. But they were found. Yeah. They were found. Today. Okay, man, so. just terrible, man, terrible. Uh, and just, oh, I don't know what more else that family can. Can go through because it's been a, a, a tough uh, year or two for him. That that young man actually lost his son, I think, who was only like two years old to a drowning, and, and now he loses his life and his poor wife and his whole family. Man, my heart goes out to all of them, all, all four of those men. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I know yeah. a lot of people who still they, they still have some offshore jobs, and it's dangerous, Bob. I, I, I know, man. and I've dealt with them. Bob worked it for a little while, and uh, that, he knew real quick that wasn't it. Also, too, I want to point out a uh, good friend of ours, Joey Vining, and what he does to try to teach little children on swimming. We lose way too many people here in South Louisiana. Uh, kids fall in a pool, you know, because they see somebody else bigger in there. Well, we're surrounded they, by water. And, and you you're gotta, surrounded you gotta, you by gotta it. You got to teach kids how to and, swim. And you got to teach Boy. it. And, and Joy and his group have done so much. Joy had a, a grandson that, that, that passed drowned. away, drowned. And he's done so much. Uh, to really go out of his way to try to help other families from not having to go through that experience he does. And so, uh, whether you, you know, put up money to teach swimming lessons or uh, life preservers, preservers yeah, yeah. you name it. Well, yeah. All yeah. right. Well, thanks for yeah. long show. And thanks for the call. Thank you, brother. Yeah, Appreciate you it. All right. Uh, but Mike, I want to read this because if this individual 
This would be like a media question for Roger Goodell in the NFL. Because I'm telling you, when you think about this, this is well thought out. Uh, let me see. This is from uh, 5984. Regarding last night's situation and the NFL handling of it, consider this. What if uh, Hamlin's collapse occurred during pregame warmups? Okay, now think about it. Okay, there's no camera, just not live. Everyone's watching. Okay, what if happened during pregame warmups or. While he was sitting on the bench, out of sight, out of mind, like on the bench, not in actual play. Or let's say while he was in the locker room at halftime. So let's say he'd have been away from his teammates and then, you know, he might have a handful of people that find him, that, that, that would end up finding him. Would the NFL have reacted differently? And he says, that's a big unknown. <laughs> I'm telling you the perception of what the national audience is viewing whether that game would have continued, if like, because all the all the Bengals team and the Bills team they witnessed this, so they were traumatized. But what if this is like out of sight, out of mind, and maybe you only have a handful? See that of part I couldn't answer. Oh, I, I, I'm telling you, uh, that part I couldn't. That answer. would be a tough question for Roger Goodell. Now he might say, "Oh no, well, we'd have stopped the game for sure." I'm not so sure. I'm not but, so sure they would stop the but game. But would Sean McDermott and the Bills having witnessed that? Oh, no, no, no. But I'm saying, let's say the coach, yeah, no, no, nobody, not everybody witnessed it last night. Everybody so, so, saw so, it. So, so yeah, there's no way you could play the game. No one. But no what one. if it's at the game behind, See, behind the scenes? I, that part I really don't know. I, I, I think they could. I think it. somebody will ask that to Roger when he I, takes questions. Super yes. Bowl yeah, time. I, 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 I think, He'll get more than one about that. I think they would have continued to play. Yeah, I would say probably you Because right. it's out of sight, out of mind. Um, yeah. You know? But with that much of an audience, yeah, no, and, they, they and had to do the right thing. Seeing it, you had to do it. Uh, we'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big Eight Seventy. We're finishing it up here on our number one of sports talk on the Big Eight Seventy. We've had a number of people ask about uh, Demar Hamlin's uh, charity, and he pieced this together. He grew up in the Pittsburgh area, went to University of Pittsburgh, and he always wanted to give back to the community. And it's uh, you can find it online at Chasing M's Foundation Community Toy Drive. It was basically like Toys for Tots. Right. We all but, familiar but his, with, but his yeah, version of it. Yeah, we all familiar with that. And Mike, he was just trying to get $2,500. And, and he, I think he got it to $8,000. Yeah. He's over $4 million. And I th- it goes to show the good people in this world. That you know, okay. I'll yeah, pray for, not everybody's a piece of you know. Yeah, what. yeah. <laughs> I, I'll pray for him, but I feel as though I have to do something. And and people giving you know that twenty five or thirty dollars to help out, and it's amazing. And we do have so many good people in this world. Uh, and so if you want to find it online, it's chasing M's, like kind of like M and M's, but with the big M S Foundation Community Toy Drive. Over $4 million have been raised. And so uh, that's people, good people trying to, I think, get involved to help. And they feel as though that that this is a way of doing it uh, for DeMar. And so, uh, again, uh, our hearts and prayers go out to DeMar and his family, friends, the Buffalo Bills organization, everybody else involved with it. And we'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.